0: Yo, what's going on, guys? It is your boy, A Sincere, Young Flacco, Young City. How are you doing? Um, I'm very excited about today's episode because it's a quick dive. We're gonna jump right into it. Yes. But um, before I do so, let me go ahead and introduce my co-stars, brethren. How y'all doing? To the lower bottom. <laughs> lower bottom. <laughs> lower bottom.
1: <laughs> lower <right> bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you on the lower bottom <laughs> the lower bottom, huh? Uh this your boy Nariq. That's cool. You already know we're here for a quick dive episode
2: yeah yeah something something different than our usual drops. um uh, I know I've done quick dives before by myself, but this time I wanna spice it up a little bit. We'll probably spice it up throughout the year with our quick dives. We'll probably do more shows, but this episode is gonna be based off of the first two episodes that I just dropped for one division yeah, how exotic right <laughs> um very very new show to the MCU which kicks off phase 4 and um yeah i mean this is like a show that's been delayed for a few months now um uh, not sure if it was due to the coronavirus pandemic or just cuz they wanted to do some more touches on it and and have everything come out accordingly and and right so that way everything makes sense so yeah we're going to Dive into that, and um, we're gonna give our thoughts on it later on. We're gonna touch on theories, our theories, Easter eggs that maybe I missed or maybe Narique missed, maybe that sincere missed. Right. So, yeah. But other than that, uh, so, so
0: yeah, I'm excited um, because it's Marvel a, is not spoon feeding. Uh, we
2: we kind of did a preview on this in our last episode. Yeah. What was that?
0: No, I said I was excited that, yeah, Marvel's basically not spoon fitting. Like, they're making people think. They're making people kind of just like, we're going to give you it, but it's not going to be like, it's not going to be, we're not going to tell you exactly what it is. It's kind of like there's a cover over it and you need to kind of uncover it yourself to figure out exactly what's going on. So I'm super hyped.
2: Yeah. And for sure, like, one of the things I think people need to understand is I think more than anything is Wanda's character for this Mm -hmm. show. It's, it's not like Iron Man where, you know, as an everyday guy who just became a millionaire and now he has a billionaire a bill- Yeah, billionaire, my bad. Or, you know, and he's not like uh, Falcon. Um, Who's you know, a she, she's very different. Uh, she's not a mutant. And I guess in this, well, I think, I don't know, eventually, I don't know if she'll become a mutant or whatever however they label it, but I guess, I think they're called miracles. Yeah. or, or, Age or enhanced, of
1: they're, they're called enhanced, um, enhanced individuals. So when they were locating Loki's staff, um, Baron von Strucker, uh, called them enhanced individuals. He said, you know, let them go out into the field. And when captain America saw Quicksilver for the first time, he said that we have two enhanced in the field, um, you know, and called for a Hulk, I believe um, yeah. during that time so there was it was kind of implied that they've already dealt with enhanced individuals before yeah. uh, don't know if they'll be retconned into being called mutants after mm-hmm. you know, everything's kind of said Call and done yeah. or, you know, just a little merger, but she is an enhanced individual right now of Sokovian descent
0: yes, Sokovian,
2: Sokovian. Yeah. yeah, Europe, right? Um, My wife's European. (laughs) She's European. That just how exotic? Yeah, the show um, itself—it's very different from any Marvel, any show, any movie, any show. I mean, not different from many shows. Obviously, it's it's very similar to sitcoms, right? Aesthetic. aesthetic It it pays proper
0: proper tribute. To quite a few shows from like Bewitched to I Love Lucy to mm-hmm. Family yeah, Ties. Family Ties, exactly. You, you get all it these different. Age,
2: yeah.
0: Right. Um, I have my theory about that, but we'll touch base on that a little bit more. But um, a lot of people still haven't watched WandaVision. And I'm assuming that's because people are all over the place saying that it's boring. And it's mm-hmm. bugging me because it's not. Um, it's just not, again, a straightforward Marvel movie slash show. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I, I it kind of goes back to, you kind of have to understand Wanda's character and what she's going through at the time, because uh, like we said in the preview uh, from our last episode, that she's going through things now. She lost Vision to, to Thanos. She got snapped, and then she came back, and she started to fight Thanos, and then she never really had any time to grieve, so... This right. show is definitely her grieving in her way. Mm-hmm. Why it's a sitcom is kind of still a mystery to me. Or why she wants her life to look like a sitcom? Maybe because in sitcoms, they look like they have perfect lives and they have right. nothing mm-hmm. to worry about.
1: I think I think that a few things that we also forget, um, aside from obviously her brother Quicksilver sacrificing himself um, to save Hawkeye and dying. But in Captain America Civil War, um, she's the reason she's the reason for the Accords. You know, the Accords Mm -hmm. happened because she contained an explosion uh, of crossbones when he exploded and was going to kill Cap. And, um, you know, she tried to get it out of the way. And in her doing that, she caused an explosion that killed a whole bunch of people in in Lagos. Um, Right so she has a lot of grieving that she hasn't really been able to sort out. And I think in, in MCU standards, she's still pretty young. Like she's probably, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe 18, 19 or so in, in age of Ultron. Yeah. You know, in age of Ultron. So, you know, she's a, she's a, a, a young person who's still trying to figure out her way, still trying to understand where she is at. Like she was just being trained, um, with the Avengers and then everything kind of like went crazy. So um, I thought it was super duper interesting to just dive into the cerebral aspect of her um, and how she's mm-hmm. coping with everything. And we got two episodes off the bat from Marvel. This is their first outing in, um, in television as far as live action television series right. from their, from the Marvel properties, so there was a lot to expect. Like a lot of people were were anxious to see how this is going to kick off, and um, they didn't just give us where they're at. You know, because I think that that's really brilliant of them um, to have a show that isn't based in reality, like in our reality. So we still right. don't really know where Phase Four is is at, and I think that's where a lot of the frustration that you were talking about, sincere, where it's coming from. Because people just really want to know where are we with you know, um, with the timeline and, and who knows what and where, things like that, but I, I think that Marvel is taking the long the long road you know, and in, uh, in giving us a little bit here, a little bit there, and I like this uh, kind of eerie feel that they have with the show. You know, you can tell something's not right and that is yeah. a wonderful undertone when it comes to it paying homage to all of these studio um, sitcoms. Because when you watch studio sitcoms, even when you're watching regular ones that, that were created, it seemed like things weren't right. Everything is staged, right. everything is like, you know, the neighbors are acting a little different than your normal neighbors would. Yeah. It's very Broadway, and ain't nobody's, and yeah, ain't
0: nobody of, asking for sugar. The hell?
1: Yeah. Not only asking for sugar, but coming into your house and like like yeah, setting up what jobs and just saying like what's up? Like that's very, very different from the time that we're in right now. So I thought right. it was super interesting that they uh that they touched on that.
0: Imagine pulling up to your neighbor's house, saying hi, and just letting yourself in, sitting on their couch <laughs> and be like, Yo, so what's good? Like where are you from? What's this, this, and this? It's Bro. crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, get out um, of my house. <laughs>
0: So one thing I like as well is that Wanda's not; she doesn't have her accent. Um, has a suburban feel. Again, I yeah. have my theory on it, but I'll I'll wait till till we get there. Uh, but with the writing that it came with for it being a sitcom, it was actually pretty good. From from my opinion, I I like you guys already know me. I like really cheesy, corny, yeah,
2: like, jokes. Yeah, you know what I mean they they really stuck with like the cheesiness. I mean, I mean again, it's a tribute to. To all how all the other shows were just like this quirky cheesy clumsy attitude that everybody has and and i guess yeah they're they're reflecting that straight into the first two episodes with a t- twist like you said narik there's a lot of different things that make you bat an eye to like wait what is really going on you know it's like they're they're performing and then the curtain gets pulled back a little bit. And then I don't know where it just gets closed again and everything goes back to normal. So, yeah, um, yeah, I do want to touch on that a little bit, too. Yeah, uh, definitely. In the first let's episode,
0: let's
2: get into it. Yeah, definitely. In the first episode, obviously, they come in to the town, they move into their home and they get settled and all that. One thing that that uh, right off the bat, that kind of made me laugh, uh, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't like like such a funny joke was when she's putting the plates away and uh, the one of the plates it's vision in the head and she's like oh my husband and his indestructible head but all i thought was like then i was taking out the yeah like, the ripping snarl, his out. head like, yeah okay. not that yeah. indestructible so. no, no
1: no 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 not at all not at all <laughs>
0: far from it ma'am
1: yeah yeah but, but you know it, it just goes to show what she wishes right no she wishes that his head was in was indestructible it was, it was indestructible
2: yeah you so know? yeah like off the bat it just just this suburban family moved in um they seem a little lost as to how they got there themselves but at the right. same time they're just going along with it because you know uh this is Wanda's this is what Wanda wants and she's going to right just, just go along with it because just how they want what you want for the longest right mm-hmm. as far as vision I'm not sure if she's controlling what he thinks and says but it kind of seems like it's actually him you know and it doesn't right. seem like it's uh I guess what's the word? I, I uh, yeah. a clone or a duplicate or anything
0: mm-hmm. right my assumption is like at least when we have dreams obviously we can't control what other people are doing in our dreams but they kind of just happen mm-hmm. so that's what my assumption would be as well Um, as far as like when he's at work right and he's asking all these questions like well what do we do here what do we mm-hmm. sell here then why are we doing all this paperwork and he's like well I don't know but since you got here our efficiency is up yeah. 300% you know Product- what I mean
2: Through the roof. production
1: yeah yeah yeah, I th- yeah. I think that um, yeah. So some of yeah. some of the assumption comes from um, Vision and Scarlet Witch have spent a lot of time together, right? And when he was mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the stone is inside his um, inside his forehead, I'm sure that Wanda was trying to help him do that using her powers, trying to see what's inside of it, how does it work, different things like that. So. I bet that she has a pretty good understanding of, of what his um, personality is like right. so True. that she's able to recreate him um, in, a, in a really authentic manner. But it seems like, and, and this is just me, I, I, I got a feeling that um, the characters aren't all made up, you know, in, in the show, like that oh, Vision is the only one that's made up. And it seems like that the other people are kind of there, and this may be too too much of a presumption, but I just feel like that they're kind of there against their will, um, you know. And right. that was kind of evidence from um, from what's her name? Uh, Caulf- Caulfield? Callfield. Um, that's her last name. She was the mom in that '70s show. Oh,
2: um, Kitty. <laughs> yes, yeah, I- Miss Hart, Miss Hart. Yeah, that's, yes. what, that's what they call
1: it. Emma, Emma Caulfield. Hmm. Uh, Emma Caulfield and and. Uh, so you know, she was speaking to her, and when her husband was um was choking, uh, yeah, when he was choking, uh, she just kept saying, "Stop it, stop it, stop it," as if
2: she was telling uh, Wanda. To yeah, she was it. telling Wanda to yeah. stop
1: it and like release them from like what's going on, but they just yeah. have to keep right. going on. So I thought that that was really really interesting, and it added like this eerie feel to it because. I just feel like it's going to get out of hand really fast. And what I mean by that, obviously, it's not going to be, it's going to be episodic, but how deep it gets and how like much power she's really, really exhibiting here is going to be something that I don't think we've seen in the MCU before.
2: Yeah, it definitely seems like she's already slipping. Um, Like in episode one with the dinner, uh, that's when it first starts to slip. And then from there, it kind of goes back to normal. And Mr. Hart's like, well, look at the time. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the episode ends there. And then going into the second episode, it's pretty much like a talent show episode for the whole community. Right. Getting to know more of the community, getting to know more characters. Um, pretty much people are kind of coming out of nowhere. And uh, it kind of goes back like these people aren't made up. They're there against their own will. How they get there, we still don't know. I have a theory on that maybe we could touch on it later but even in the second episode it starts to break down later on uh right off the bat they kind of already like they want to prove that they're normal they want to prove that they belong there that this is where we should be you know and we're going to prove to everybody out there that we're going to we're the best or we're we're normal type of thing okay. so so yeah um, i mean yeah. So different. well.
0: So Emma Caulfield Narique is the uh, is Dottie. So that's Dottie. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp is Kitty. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it. I forget what superhero or what mutant. There's a theory going around exactly who she is. That she's actually another superhero that's supposed to pop up later on in the multiverse. Um, without mm-hmm. Doctor strange. Ooh, I forget exact. Yeah, Dottie.
1: Oh, really. <laughs> Yeah there's so a
0: I'll, lot I'll say, I'll, there's yeah. tons of theories uh it's I think it's only because mostly she resembles this character. I'll go ahead and see if I could try to find it but um mm-hmm. Okay. Me- Mephisto? Fine. Mephisto I think's the name.
1: I don't know if it's Mephisto he, Mephisto, Mephisto is, is basically the the devil in the Marvel universe and um he is very very powerful and a lot of people wanted him to be the um the main villain for like Doctor Strange and like that universe, Dormammu mm-hmm. serves him. You know that's okay. like how crazy it actually oh gets. and um, I think it started they, they like do a do CD, a ge- okay. they could do a gender swap though because like it, does, right. it you know they could do whatever they want. Um, right. You know at at that moment, but I know Monica Rambo is is um, playing. Uh, she's she's the black woman that's in the show. I forgot what her actual yeah. character name is, but she's going to be playing Monica Rambo, and that's a grown-up version of the black girl that um, yeah, girl that gave Captain, Captain, Captain yeah that gave Captain Marvel her colors. Um, okay. And she actually plays a superhero herself. Um, she was the original Captain Marvel in in the comics, but they changed things around, so it was like a little bit of an homage to that. So now that she's older. It's really really interesting. We don't know if she's been snapped or kind of like what's what's been going on with all of the people that have been shown whether any of them have been snapped or not yeah. or I think, you know,
2: know I think given her age that she is in the movie um she wasn't snapped. That's just kind of my uh, mm-hmm. assumption, you know, uh given that she's kind of looks like the similar age to Wanda now and Wanda got snapped, so obviously she didn't age. Mm-hmm. So So, yeah, but in episode two, pretty much, it's the talent show. They're trying to get along with the community. Uh And that's when Dottie comes in, and they're at the little, what is it, like the pool area, and they're having the community meeting. Right. Uh And I think Wanda's talking to her later uh, after the meeting, and it it starts to break down again, going back to how everything starts to break down. And there's a little radio, and Dottie, she's already little –
0: I guess she skeptical. already knows.
2: Yeah, she's yeah. skeptical. She knows something is up, you know, and she keeps telling Wanda, like, I, I can see through you. Like, I, I, I know what you're doing. And then Wanda's kind of like, what are you talking about? And then the right. that's when the radio's, like, somebody starts speaking through the radio uh-huh. and all you hear is, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Right. Or like, who's, who's doing this to you, Wanda, type thing. And at the end of episode one, we do get a little Easter egg to somebody watching Wanda this is like somebody is watching the show. So there's definitely an outside force and that outside force, obviously with the, with the uh, pretty much the emblem and everything. It's pretty much sword, which is a long acronym for something that Samuel L. Jackson started. And we got a peek of that at the end of the latest Spider-Man movie
1: mm-hmm. from far from home.
2: Yeah. So that's pretty much sword pretty much. It's just, Trying it's, to stop it's the
1: space organization of S.H.I.E.L.D. Basically, it's <laughs> like an intergalactic yeah. organization that takes on threats that are way above S.H.I.E.L.D.'s pay grade, even, you know, yeah. which is hard to believe. But from after, if you've seen Far From Home and you watch the extra credit scene, you'll know that Nick Fury has been there um, since he was proposed, uh, you know, uh, proposed dead. Um, and I believe that was in Winter Soldier. when uh when when he left so he's been away for a little while um because he let the avengers do their thing but uh once captain marvel came out we knew that he's already gotten exposed to to aliens before you know in avengers wasn't the first time that he saw aliens so he kind of knew that this was happening and he probably already Mm -hmm. started to get sword um situated around that time anyway uh, so that's really, yeah. really cool because that is going to play a huge part in, I think, keeping everything still grounded where it doesn't get too cosmic and too, like, crazy where you're not going to have the human element that's there. You're going to have Nick Fury yeah. um, and all yeah. of the sword agents that are going to be used to um, to dealing with these kinds of things. How'd you guys like the commercials?
2: Yeah, I was going to bring that up. The commercials
0: so, cool. were- yeah, a couple things Sorry, go
2: ahead, I didn't understand uh the first commercial. Obviously, I think it was just a callback to Iron Man and and Stark Industries and stuff like that. But the second right. one I I wasn't sure if it was going to lead to something or if it was also a callback.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if you notice in both commercials, same actors, same people that are yeah. in, that are in both, That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um first one, it's obviously Stark Industries, the little um when you press the button, it makes the Iron Man noise, like when he uses his phasers. Um mm-hmm. notice that. Um, but also it's the only thing that lights up. So everything's grayscale, but that pops up as color. I'm not sure why, but it's something that's gonna stand out for sure. Second one, of course, it's paying o ode to Hydra. Um, but I like yeah. the first one, it kinda made paid like an o to breakfast as to where Wanda ends up making breakfast for dinner. You know what I mean? That's true. I um, didn't catch that. Um I can see that. And then the second one, I couldn't really tie it in together with anything. Um, at least I could think of off top. But um, yeah. there's so like definitely the, hidden hidden things or things that are that are going to tie in later on that those commercials are going to reference to.
2: Yeah, so the watch commercial, it's uh, it's called the Strucker, which is a callback to Von Strucker, mm-hmm. which right. pretty much he's from Age of Ultron. He's the guy who experimented on Wanda and Quicksilver and made them who they are. Mm-hmm. So that was a callback. I'm not sure if, you know, he's going to somehow show up or. I feel it- like
1: that those commercials are going to be just things that have happened to her. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a commercial that has like something with the Avengers, a commercial that has something with her brother, Quicksilver or with Ultron. You know, there might be like some vacuum robot called mm-hmm. the Ultron you know, or something like yeah. that. That, yeah, that, gets that just gave me a
2: theory you know? right. for when you said uh, something with her brother.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, uh, the commercials, I, you know, yeah, like they could be memories or they could be, you know, things that are about to happen, you know, kind of like with the toaster and, and the whole breakfast thing, I didn't put that right. together. But um, other than that, yeah, I think we can dive into some more of the Easter eggs and some more of uh, the theories that we have.
1: Tell so, us your theories.
2: So, well, like, right. like you just, yeah, like uh, you just mentioned right now with Quicksilver, it just popped into my head when I was looking at the cast. It had uh, Evan Peters in it. I was like, why is Evan Peters in the cast? You know, I don't know if somebody right. just accidentally put him, but he plays Quicksilver in X Men and the mm-hmm. other and the the pretty much a new age X-Men. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking now that there might be a commercial with Evan Peters as Quicksilver mm-hmm. type thing. And, then you know, it might be something from the seventies or the eighties. Cause that's when he was around. Yeah. So, right. So that kind of does make sense, but that's just like a little cool a little Easter egg. He might not be involved entirely or mm-hmm. he might. Right. He so mm-hmm.
0: One thing I'm thinking as well is if we pay attention to the, um, to the trailers, um, he could pop up as Quicksilver um, for Halloween, you know what I mean? Because Wanda and Vision dress up as that's their comic book true. selves, you know what I mean? So, when the Halloween episode comes, which I'm assuming is going to be the last episode, could be completely wrong, um, Evan Peters will probably show up as Quicksilver, but you never know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's yeah. one of the theories that, that's, that's kind of interesting, you know? A little playful thing to put in right there for Marvel, especially after getting all the rights to Fox.
1: Yeah, I think that they're going to start to integrate it um, a lot, a lot sooner than we think. And it's not just going to be like a spectacle of like, here's the X-Men. They're going to just slowly put them in cameos all throughout the next set of movies that they do um, just to avoid this whole thing. Like, because they couldn't wait too long. You know, you can't wait right. too long for something like that. And the X-Men have to be around if if you're going to do it. You know, if you're going to do it right, then you have to have the X-Men kind of be around. So we may not get all of our stars of the team, but we'll get little glimpses of, of some of the ones around. I think, like, Nightcrawler and I yeah. think, like, Beast and and just Jubilee, different things like that that we'll see where we're like, oh, wow, like, that's an X-Men or, or you know, they're going to be an X-Men, maybe not in the MCU. Right. Um, but I thought it was really cool how they how they touched on the little bit of color and how the color kind of gradually got integrated. Um, And now at the end of the show with her growing her understanding, like, Oh, I need a ring to, to be married. You know, that was, why would she know that she's from Sokovia? Like it could be something completely different uh, within, within where she's from, or it just isn't what she kind of thought of. um, Like, Vision died before they could even think about doing something like that. So it's not something that she thought of, even with her being pregnant, it was something that she, she's like learning like, oh, is this the way that we would have lived life? So now I'm going to be pregnant. And -hmm. we don't know if her kids are actually going to be brought to life because we don't know the extent of how powerful she is with creating all of this. But even with that, what I thought was interesting was that beekeeper that ended up coming. Yeah uh in and then she said no and And like really 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 got serious and it rewinds and it's like what what is the beekeeper to her because we haven't seen anything like that before or any relation
2: i did notice after watching the episode today on the beekeeper's back he has uh the sword emblem Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure i don't know if it was the beekeeper when she was like no like Move it back. I don't know if it has to do with the beekeeper or if she saw the emblem and was like, "Oh no, nah, not sword! Like, mm-hmm. get out of here! Like, I don't want that right now."
1: I wonder. I wonder if she's actually prisoner again. Because remember when she was taken for taken prisoner in, um in civil war, and they right. had her all drugged up and stuff. Um, I wonder if Sword now has her as a prisoner, and she has created this reality within her prison. So now, sword is like monitoring her, trying to get her to change or do different things. But it's actually using the people that are that are in sword, yeah, um, to create this, and they're they're trying to get her out of it. And if once they figure out that they can't contain her, you know, that's when Doctor Strange gets called in or something like that,
2: right? Yeah, I could, I could. Um, another theory that I have is, um, I, I this is something that I saw everybody talking about on Twitter. Not sure how how true it's going to be but uh, Agnes, the neighbor that keeps coming in and out of the house and you know playing with Wanda uh, mm-hmm. supposedly she plays another witch similar to Wanda but uh, she's supposedly more powerful and she's called Agatha Harkness mm-hmm. and supposedly she's like a witch from the Salem Witch Trials and stuff like that. I don't know too much about her but the fact that she's super buddy-buddy with her maybe in real life, out in in the actual reality that they're in, they're they're closer mm-hmm. than we think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I like that. I like um,
0: that. One thing I'm not sure if you guys saw, because um, so now I'm I'm gonna be paying close attention to kind of foreshadowing. One of that being in the second episode when, um, when Agnes and Wanda are walking to Dottie's house. Um, she says like Dottie's like the key to everything, um, from this that, and then she she looks down at Wanda's stomach and she says, um, and she says schooling. Yeah. I'll in my after watching it the second time, I was like, oh, they were foreshadowing that she's she's pregnant or she's gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to pay close attention to any type of foreshadowing, but obviously you wouldn't notice a foreshadowing until the second time around. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to do my best, man. It's uh because they're they're yeah. kind of jam packing this thing. Um, but they're doing such a great job of like making it subtle and making it just flow so seamlessly.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm. One yeah. of the things that I would like to touch on, um, yeah. because we also talk about music here at SoundFlick, and um, the music for the show is just really, really interesting. And right. um, it's feature it's featuring uh, the songwriters Robert and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Uh, they are they've written songs for Frozen for the Broadway show of Frozen, and uh, they wrote songs for Coco as well. And they did the original music for WandaVision. So all of the theme songs are written by them. And um, it's really, really cool that that they got a couple to do it, you know, because mm-hmm. the show is ultimately about Wanda, vision, Wanda and Vision, so to get a married couple to write oh, the songs man. for it, I think is really, really cool, and um, the inspiration that they took from it is from I Love Lucy, from the Brady Bunch, from Family Ties, yeah. and... Um, you know, uh, they really like the unease of the story, and I feel like unease is like the best way to sum up WandaVision. It's a very right. uneasy show; like you just don't know what's going to happen, and it can mm-hmm. happen at any time.
0: WandaVision, they, mm-hmm. sorry,
2: yeah, the bewitched, uh, the animation that was pretty cool. Is mm-hmm. did they do the the music outside of the um the sitcoms too? Like when the beekeeper shows up or the outro. Visual. No, I
1: th- I think that they just wrote wrote the lyric like the lyrics for the music. I don't okay. know if they um also did the, did, the, did the scoring of the music as well, but I know that they wrote the um they wrote the theme songs and like helped with the direction of the theme songs. So I think like all the epic kind of music is is like Marvel's team, you know.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh going back to that uh, animation the bewitched animation where It shows all the characters and stuff like that. Uh, There's the part where Vision is walking through the walls while he's getting ready, Mm -hmm. and there's like a glimpse of a little helmet, and everybody pretty much caught it and said that that's the Grim Reaper. And me, I mean, I'm not huge into Marvel comics like that. Like this seems like a super deep cut uh, villain, Mm -hmm. you know. And supposedly he's a part of. Uh, Hydra and he also has a brother which was also I guess teased a little bit in the featurette for WandaVision while they're film- while they're interviewing one of the screenwriters you can see a, a poster of Gr- uh, Grim Reaper's brother which is Wonder Man which mm-hmm. seems like another pretty deep cut to me mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if they're going to tie in somehow because I know Grim Reaper is i read into it a little bit he's the villain to vision he pretty much kills vision's family while vision is away and vision's wife ends up killing grim reaper and then they hide him in the backyard so it kind of seems like they're going along that trail you know vision and his wife she's about to Mm -hmm. have a kid Mm -hmm. you know so far there hasn't even been a villain or any type of you know there's something going on but there's not a clear cut this is the bad guy
1: yeah, mm-hmm. right.
2: So, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if Grim Reaper is going to be introduced somehow, or if it's going to be somebody completely different, or if it's just going to be Hydra as a whole, you know, that's trying to get to uh, Wanda. Because that's m- my other theory. I think it's Sword and Hydra are trying to get to Wanda, and mm-hmm. she's just stuck in this bubble. And once you go into the bubble, you pretty much fall into her clutches, and you're now a pawn to her um uh, pretty much simulation that she's going through.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So no, to get my give my last theory, so like um these don't tie in together, but you'll see where I'm going. Um, in in Fallout 3, there's a mission where you kind of go into a simulation um where in one of the vaults basically people are um, inside like a memory chamber and even though their body's being preserved their mind's pretty much in this fake place where everything's grayscale, kind of looks like the 1950s kind of like where WandaVision takes place. Um, all to the say there's somebody in that um, in there that's kind of controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm thinking one Dottie's kind of controlling it but after her kind of like with the glass scenario I don't think yeah. so. Um So, there has to be somebody in there that's controlling it or trying to control it. But Wanda's so powerful that she's kind of just taking control of this simulation herself. Um, Where there has to be some type of glitch in there. One of the glitches, kind of being Dottie, where she's able to kind of see through it. And um, because you can tell Dottie, is very like she's human and she kind of just goes about her her day but there'll be certain moments that kind of trigger her, you know what i mean? Um mm-hmm. i guess you could use reference from like the sunken place where something key happens and then it kind of brings that person out for a brief moment and then they kind of go back in. Um cuz my original theory was one that a lot of people had was that, that this is in between um Infinity War to Endgame um but after the radio voices and someone trying to monitor Wanda more than likely going off in the It's probably sword, and I'm actually really hype about that.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I want to know, like, if this is in the middle of nowhere. It got like it could be in a facility where they used to do like nuke testing, and um, right. that's why the town looks like the way it does because that's when they would do nuke testing. They would do live skill like towns that would look like that, and she just happened to be being held there, and then she creates her bubble and whoever was in the bubble got mind controlled. or, um, you know, she could have created the whole town for herself, but mm-hmm. you know that there's, there's still so much that's yet to be seen and I'm very hyped. I'm very hyped. Yeah.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited for where it goes. Um, I think that we're kind of on the money with people trying to get into her you know, whole situation, whether it's infiltrated by personnel or infiltrated by objects like the helicopter. I don't think that she made the helicopter. So they had to have probably try to fly a helicopter in. Yeah. And and it, it turned crashed, into a toy. Yeah. It turned yeah. into a toy now. So that's just going to show how powerful she actually is. Right. Um, but I'm super excited for the next few episodes. They're the next up. Ep- they're just releasing it an episode at a time now. Right. Yes. This is yeah.
0: one at a time. Um, I'm assuming just because there are slow burners and they kind of have to give proper setups. Um, mm-hmm. But also, it's only a month series from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they're just kind of just laying the foundation to kind of get people ready for what's come. Because there's going to be a lot jam-packed in the last four episodes.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, So yeah. But overall, um, we'll probably be doing more of these quick dives. Um, do you guys want to touch on anything else before we before we head out?
0: Um I'm giving the show a nine point five as of right now just cause so far, yeah. I I, 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 I love the, it. Yeah. I think it's one of it's the, one the, highest the better shows rated right now, man.
2: Marvel shows um mm-hmm. that that has come out. And it's uh one of the first shows outside of Netflix to reach the top ten in streaming, mm-hmm. which is which is huge also. You know, it's it's a huge land like uh I guess landmark for Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. It's good for them, you know, and it's good for future shows as well. It's very promising,
0: yeah. I just know that Loki and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier are basically going to be on high pedestals now, and people are going to have high hopes oh, for both yeah. shows,
2: yeah. yeah. It, it would be definitely different, uh, especially Loki. That's going to be like cosmic, and um, that's uh, that's going to be even harder to predict, like what's going to be happening, uh, but, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I have a theory about Captain America, but we'll save that for the episode episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this uh recap and pretty much everything we touched on. We will be touching on the next two episodes when they drop. And um other than that, I guess we'll see you then.
1: Yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. This Bye. is Bye. dive.